are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on a real fun Tuesday. Summer League has started, and boy, did the Pelicans look good. 94-77 win over the Chicago Bulls. Really seeing kind of everything you want. We'll talk a little bit about Summer League, how to kind of watch it, what to kind of take away from all of this. And then we're going to freak out about some of these performances because, frankly, the Pelicans just look good. I felt good about this. You liked what you saw out of this team, even though it's just Summer League. So before we get to all of that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. So I'm not going to bury the lead. The lead here, and the the big thing from this game, Trey Murphy the third. My goodness, in his NBA minutes debut, the 17th overall pick, a guy that New Orleans was really really high on, could have taken 10, and a guy that keyed on on early in the draft process. 26 freaking points on the night in 27 and a half minutes. He was nine of 15 from the field, but the number that really jumps out at you: six of nine from three. That is exactly what this Pelicans team needed. You look at his shot, the mechanics, how smooth it is. This is a guy who's going to get on the court earlier than maybe we would have expected for the New Orleans Pelicans. They desperately needed to add some shooting this offseason. They've done it in free agency with Devontae Graham, who, by the way, was in attendance at this game alongside Brandon Ingram, both of them wanting to be there and watch the game, which I think says a lot about where they this this team is, where they're where they're at mentally. That's a really nice thing to see. But they needed to add more shooting. And they got it in Trey Murphy the third. And on Friday's show, if you've watched that, I'm talking with Half Court Hoops coach Gibson Pryor about uh, all of the things that that Trey Murphy the third does. And this was a guy who coached him in high school, so he got to see him firsthand. And it was on display in this one. The shooting was there. That's the main thing. That's what's going to get him on the court and playing in games. But it didn't just end with the shooting. We knew that that was going to be good, right? He was one of the top shooters, maybe not the best shooter in the draft, but easily within the top five, maybe number two behind Kispert. He was a top-notch shooter. He did it on good volume. Uh, And then even at Virginia in the one year that he played there, where they ran kind of an antiquated offense and you couldn't really see what he was capable of doing, he still showed off good numbers there and came to the NBA and, and did it all. So yes, the shooting was great, right? Six of nine, drain those threes, be that guy. And you could see the teammates looking for him. Kyra Lewis Jr., who finished with seven assists on this, we'll talk about him more a little bit in the third segment, you know, was hunting and looking for Trey Murphy the third. They all realized that this is a guy who could shoot get him the ball because he was going to be open and work to get himself open, right? If you watched him move off ball to find those spots in the defense, those soft spots where they can make an easy pass to him to drain that three, I love it. Complimentary player. You don't need a star here. You've got Brandon Ingram. You have Zion Williamson. Now just get Trey Murphy in that lineup to open things up and giving him the start, having him play more minutes than anyone else in this game. And he he did well. You don't want to read too much into Summer League. You really, really don't. But you want to see how guys move. He moved well. Is the shot looking good? Are the mechanics good? Whether or not he makes the shot. 
He checked all of those boxes and he was having fun out there. He didn't look overwhelmed. He should be beating a lot of these guys who aren't going to be in the NBA, right? He should be being better than them. But to do it so well makes you feel really comfortable and confident about what he's going to do in the NBA. It might not always be 26 points, but is he going to be a useful player? The answer is unequivocally yes. Finished with nine rebounds on the night. So he showed off, you know, good athleticism there to fight for those boards, two assists as well. But it was just kind of all of those things that you saw from him. So the three-point shooting we knew was going to be good, but offensively, Dude's got more athleticism, I think, than people realized or gave him credit for. He got up for a couple of dunks, including an alley-oop from Didi, that really kind of sealed the game for New Orleans. They were already up a bunch at that point, but he was able to get up and throw it down. He can get to the rim, and he's more athletic, I think, than a lot of other teams realized. And right now, you know, it looks like the Pelicans got a steal at 17. Defensively, he was good. He had a lot of movement on that side of the ball. He moves well laterally. He can stay up and against most people. And he's got such good length that it makes him a threat to close out so incredibly well. I I loved it. I was thrilled. Super duper happy to see what he did out there on the court for New Orleans. And he wasn't the only rookie that impressed, by the way. Herbert Jones, Herb Jones out of Alabama, their second round pick, a guy that I thought might start in the G League. This game kind of opened my eyes a little bit more on him. We'll get into that in the third segment. I want to talk about him. I want to talk about Kyra. I want to talk about DZ. I want to talk about Najee Marshall as well. The names that you're going to see on this NBA squad next year. But there's also another new name that was making their summer league debut. That was Coach Willie Green. Let's talk about him and kind of how he coached this, what we kind of saw from him and how that might be what the Pelicans DNA going forward. Cause I was pretty happy with him. Like just, it's, it's all like sunshine and rainbows right now after summer league. So I think that's something that's great, a little bit needed here around the Pelicans. So we'll get into all of that coming up here next in today's episode of locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that though, today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. with the ever increasing number of makes and models out there. It's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Don't endure like stupid, pointless conversations when they've just got one part in stock. That's it. And you're going to have to make it fit your car if it doesn't. You don't really have a choice on this. Plus, you're going to have to pay whatever price it is they say that you're going to pay. And it's probably going to be higher. It's going to be overpriced. You don't need to do it. And good luck trying to take your car into a mechanic or a car dealership right now because they're backed up for months. So you can choose to save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Honda Odyssey fuel pump, by the way, 353 from a chain store, 216 from Rock Auto. It's almost $150 cheaper. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are always reliably low for every single customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So whatever it is you're looking for, please go search there at rockauto.com with their super easy-to-use website to find the solution to your auto parts needs. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need over at Rock auto.com all right continuing to talk about summer league the pelicans very impressive 94 77 win over the chicago bulls on the opening game of summer league we just talked about one of the newest pelicans Trey murphy the third making his debut and really really succeeding but what about another pelican making their debut kind of on the court on the bench 
And that's Willie Green, your new head coach, who decided he wanted to at least start coaching somewhere. Like, I don't know if he'll coach the whole way through, but he wanted to get in there and start working with these guys. A couple of things that jump out about this. One, he doesn't have to do that. He easily could have just sat back and let other people do this, but he kind of wanted to be boots on the ground, get his hands into there and start mixing it up and getting in with these guys. I like that attitude. Don't take the easy way out. Don't just kind of chill and party in Vegas. Go out and do your job and work hard. And he's doing that. I think that's a great thing. I think that's a very impressive decision that he wanted to make. And one that's going to kind of hopefully be the beginning of a number of good decisions. But you saw him really starting to kind of play or this team really starting to play the way that they want that Willie Green has kind of envisioned and is planning out for the team. They want them to make quick decisions and to turn defense into offense. So to try and get out and play in transition. So a little bit quicker than what Stan Van Gundy ideally wanted this team to do it. They didn't do it in the first half. They were down, but in the second half, and this is the first time a lot of these guys have played Professional basketball or even together, right? We're not seeing a lot of continuity from last season to this season in terms of the Summer League roster. They looked very, very good in the second half. When they got stops, they ran in transition, pushed the ball ahead, and found the open man for the easy score. When they were defending in the half court to get those stops, arms in the passing lanes, particularly Herb Jones, again, who we'll talk about coming up next. And it led to those stops. So they started playing the way that he really wanted. And then in the half court offensively, find the open guy. Find the open guy. It was more often than not Trey Murphy the third that we just went over. But you saw this team start to play that way as the game went on. And they started to kind of feel each other out and get used to being with each other. I love it. There's a coherent plan here for how they want to play. It fits the roster. Use your athleticism to get stops, your natural tools, and turn that into easy offense. Now, this is without Brandon Ingram. It's without Zion Williamson. Can you play more in the half court with those guys? Like, yeah, absolutely. But for what he had right now, I thought this was really great. And then one of the more impressive things, again, other than him saying, hey, I want to be there and coach this team, which I absolutely loved. Man, he looked like he enjoyed this, that he was having so much fun. He was very amped up. He was into the game. It's summer league. This stuff doesn't really matter. And you shouldn't read too much into this, right? Like, you know, how many good performances we've seen and all that, that that don't ultimately matter. Those guys aren't good in the NBA. But Willie Green was out there digging it. Just a dude who loves hoops and enjoys coaching and getting these guys doing well. And you can see when they were having success, it's not quite like proud dad energy that he had coming off of him, but he's like, hell yeah, this is what we should be doing. They're doing it. And it's because he's leading them to that kind of success. I love it. That's what you want to see out of the head coach. So while the result doesn't matter, this is important for the Pelicans process, I think. And to see a guy that's so into it, I don't know. You you didn't quite get that feeling from Stan Van Gundy last year, other than when he was just like angry, right? It's like, good, they're doing their job. I don't really care. They should be doing it. That's not necessarily the most motivating factor for a lot of players. But having a coach that seems almost more invested in the success than we've had in the past, I like it. I think that's something that can trickle down to this team. They can feed off of the coach's energy when they need it. I like that he's willing to get kind of his hands dirty and coaching something that, you know, is maybe below him to a certain degree. This usually is relegated to assistant coaches. Even new coaches don't always do this. He wanted to. 
I love it. It was great. He had the right kind of energy, just looks like a coach on the sideline and a coach that fits this team a little bit more. So I felt really good about the performance from Willie Green and what we saw from him in yesterday's game. I don't know. I'm just thrilled about everything we kind of saw in Summer League and in this opening game. Um, And we've got more, too. They're going to be playing tomorrow, Wednesday, against the Thunder. It should be on NBA TV, by the way. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Hopefully you're excited for that as well. So coming up next here on Locked on Pelicans, more on Summer League. Let's talk Herb Jones. Let's talk um, Najee Marshall. Those are the two main ones I want to get into. Then Didi and Kyra a little bit, uh, but there's going to be brief. But really, those other two guys are the ones that I thought really impressed in this. We'll get into why coming up here next in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You've got baseball season going on right now. Summer League where you can make these games more interesting. And if you just need a one-stop shop for all of your sports info needs, including M- MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action, go to betonline.ag. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as we start and ramping up towards the next NBA season. So head to the website using your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You deposit a thousand bucks, they're going to give you 500 It's free money right there. That's better than the odds you're going to get on very many bets. So go to betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON over at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right. Continuing to talk about the Pelicans Summer League. Again, a 94-77 win over the Chicago Bulls. Summer League debut for so many guys here. We just talked about Trey Murphy. We talked about why... Um, Willie Green looks the part of a head coach and and I'm feeling really good about him. And it does feel, as I said in yesterday's show, you guys were calling me negative. I said they're better than they were last year. And you started to really see it in this game. They've improved. Trey Murphy is going to make a bigger impact, I think, than many people, maybe even including myself, realized. If his shot looks that good consistently, he's going to be out there on the court in some capacity. But other guys looked really good, too. Najee Marshall was a was a real highlight in this game, to the point where I don't know if he needs to play another minute of Summer League, to be perfectly honest with you. Pelicans forward, who they signed to a multi-year deal last year after kind of being a diamond in the rough for them um, on a two-way contract, looked really good like he looked like a guy that deserves to be in the NBA and just kicked ass in that game eight of 15 from the field 0 for three from deep that's okay we know he can make those but it's just the way he impacted kind of everything else five rebounds two assists three steals really active on the defensive side of the ball 18 points in this one he was plus 18 in the 27 minutes that he played he just looked like a like a damn NBA player you know when you look at someone and you're like that guy belongs he really did just so active on the defensive side of the ball he was taking on a guy like Patrick Williams the entirety of the game who was a top lottery pick and Najee kind of won that battle you saw Patrick Williams get very limited in this one he was six of 20 30 percent that's it that was because of Najee Marshall's work on him. That's a that's an NBA guy. That's a guy that is a player for the Chicago Bulls who's drafted really highly and is someone who's going to get significant NBA minutes. And Najee Marshall made him look like a fool for the majority of this game. 
I love it. That's exactly what you want to see out of him. He looked really good. When you see a guy dominate that much in summer league, there's nothing else to prove. There's no need to kind of run him into the ground, risk any sort of injury. Maybe get him out there. I don't think the Pelicans would do that, but I think he looked good enough that it's like, yeah, he doesn't need this. He should just be doing his thing. I like seeing guys do that. That means they shouldn't be there. He definitely overperformed. You don't need to see him again in Summer League. For the Pelicans as well, though, second-round pick Herb Jones out of Alabama doesn't really jump out at you in terms of his scoring. He was just one of four. He didn't have as many opportunities to try and score with so many other guys really kind of trying to control this game. So he only finished with six points. Doesn't look great. And then you look at his individual plus minus, he's plus 25, highest on the team in 21 minutes. And when you go back and watch this game, if you get a chance to rewatch this, if it's saved somewhere, he does a ton of little things. He's not going to be a guy that lights it up. But watching him now, he's a guy I thought would start in the G League. And given that the front court for the Pelicans is a little bit unsettled, he, you know, you have uh, Valanciunas starting, you have Zion Williamson, you have Billy Hernan Gomez, and that's about it. And Jackson Hayes, depending on what's going on, though, I think he'll end up being fine. Uh, you know, maybe this is a guy that kind of slots in as your fifth big because he does so many different things and he gives you a lot of versatility. So he's he, he got to the rim, just couldn't finish, which is why he was only one of four and finished with some poor shooting numbers there. But he got fouled. He got to the line four times um, on two trips. I like that. That's really good, I thought. And he made those shots, meaning you can put him out there and he's not a complete liability. He also grabbed five rebounds, four assists, two steals and two blocks. Guy can guard four positions, five positions at times. And in Alabama, we saw him as the primary ball handler a number of times. You look at his passing, it's better than you realize. He makes the right read. He has a couple of different passes in his repertoire. It's a guy that if the ball, you're not going to use him as a point forward in the NBA level. But if the ball gets to his hands and someone gets open, he can find them and he can get the ball there. That does something, right? That's a useful player to have. We were talking about depth this offseason and how you can't be just a one-dimensional player. Well, Doug McDermott sounded good. Doug McDermott's not going to get minutes for a playoff team, really, or a significant playoff team. And if they do, it's not a good thing. Herb Jones, if he pans out on the high end, is a guy who get minutes in the playoffs because he does so many different things. Had a couple of blocks at the rim, really using his size. His defense is really, really smart, even if he's not the most athletically gifted guy. He's going to outwork a lot of people. You can get by in the NBA doing it. I don't see him being better than the fifth big on this roster right now. So maybe he does start off in the G League just to get him some playing time. But it's definitely a guy that says NBA role player to me. Even if he's not great, like if he's your eighth guy, are you are you good with that? And, you know, for a second round pick, sure. Why not? I thought he was great in this game. I'm excited to really watch him. Like, I feel good about Trey Murphy and what he's going to be able to do. I'm really going to be watching Herb Jones these next couple of games to really see what he's capable of doing and how he can try and impact the game and what he might be able to bring to this roster next season. Um, as they look to kind of fill it out, they really need maybe one more spot, two more spots. That's about it. Does he have a chance to make that roster we're going to find out. I'm pretty excited about him. Kyra Lewis Jr. in this one, by the way, seven uh, assists, no turnovers. That was an awesome thing to see. Struggled defensively, I thought. But look, he you know he's a guy who's going to be in line for a minutes bump with Lonzo Ball gone. Making the right passes, not turning the ball over. 
thumbs up from me. Didi Luzada in this one, bad shooting night, one of six from the field. But look, two steals. He's moving the ball well, passing the ball well, showed off some nice chemistry being developed with Trey Murphy, a guy that just kind of fits in. He needs a little bit more time in summer league. I was happy with him, though, overall. I don't really have much to complain about. Again, you guys were saying I was negative the other day. I'm not negative today. They looked really good. Take these results, you know, with a grain of salt to a certain degree. But be happy that they played well. Enjoy this. Just have fun with it, right? Don't read these, read the results too much. Look for little things that are like, yes, that's something to hang your hat on. That's going to translate to the NBA level. Trey Murphy's shooting absolutely there. Just the well-rounded game of Herb Jones. That's going to be there. I'm pretty pleased with what was the opening game of Summer League for New Orleans. Made me more excited for this game on Wednesday. So I hope you all are going to tune in. And that's going to do it for today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. I'll be back to my normal recording area and not on the road and in a hotel um, for Wednesday, which will probably be a little bit of a later show. Um, But I'm looking forward to it. We'll get you set for the game that afternoon. We'll recap it on Thursday. We'll talk some more topics here as we start to hit kind of the quiet period of the Pelicans offseason. But Make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you get your podcast from or and or on YouTube since we're on there as well. Tell your friends about the show, too. You enjoyed smart Pelicans talk. You like to see people covering the team five days a week. We're doing it here. So make sure you get other people clued in and please leave a five star review with a comment that helps more than you can possibly know. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. And we'll be back with you all tomorrow.